Greetings and welcome to this podcast. This is going to be a podcast focusing on coming off from the most recent episode of Introduction to Franz Barden and Initiation into Hermetics that we did, and we are going to be focusing on the astral plane. And maybe this is something that interests you, maybe not, but I do find that it's been helpful in the past to share with people my experience of the astral plane. And it is something that is rather startling to some folks when they first encounter it. Sometimes uh, people first encounter it on psychedelics um, or uh, cannabis. Uh, Sometimes people just slip into it automatically uh, as a little kid and it startles them. Um, no doubt, uh, this can be a scary thing. Uh, personally, I'm not interested in what is often talked about astral projection, which is, you know, when you kind of rise up out of your body and see your body sleeping in the bed and go flying in the sky above the house. Um, and then it's scary or whatnot. And you're kind of jerked back into your body and all of a sudden you're awake again. Perhaps that's a form of astral contact. Um, perhaps not. It's certainly not the level I'm interested in. Now, there are some people that believe that, uh, there's a form of astral projection that happens every night when we go to sleep. And I wouldn't necessarily say that. I would say that sometimes it can happen during extremely deep sleep where, you know, it takes us a long time kind of after we wake up coming out of the dream world and the dreams we vividly remember, or perhaps it was a sleepless sleep, and it's almost as if we feel like we're coming out of another world, I think that can sometimes be a form of contact with the astral plane. I also think what is talked about as lucid dreaming, where you realize it's just a dream and you choose to stay into it and act with your own volition, knowing that it's just a dream, I think that is a form of contact with the astral plane. But the main form of contact that interests me is what I've had during waking life, during uh, periods of meditation or depth that I've experienced and slipping into the astral plane that way. And those experiences have been, for the most part, very positive Um, The only negative is not really that much of a negative, but um, I met all sorts of characters in creatures and beings and loved ones that have passed on um, into the astral plane. It is what most religions will call the beyond. I personally think it's a level uh, kind of in between Um, the beyond and the highest of 
the heavens or what the Buddhists would call nirvana. And I think figures like God or Jesus or Buddha or Shiva are very much usually above in the next level, the highest level, um, you know, not necessarily in the astral plane, but I'll start with the negative experiences I've had. And there was this one experience where in the astral plane, I met this, um, well, I met this Catholic priest who was very kind of assertive in his uh, message to me that I basically had all of the seven deadly sins and they would nail me to a cross and I would undergo my own personal crucifixion. And that does now match up with the experience I had of having to go through a transformative process that was very much like a crucifixion and resurrection and is consistent with contemplative Christianity and some of the processes there described as the cross being the way of transformation, going through our own personal uh, cross and uh, ego death, so to speak, and being reborn on a deeper level of consciousness. And so that is kind of consistent with contemplative Christian speaking and what has traditionally been called in Christianity, the way of the cross or what, um, you know, even some of the stuff that author Eckhart Tolle talks about in the power of now, if you are familiar with that book, which is a very close second to my all time favorite books. The number one being, uh, Franz Barden's initiation into hermetics. So, Otherwise, the experiences have been um, very, very much positive. I had an experience in my early 20s, which goes along the line of what some people experience during shamanic drumming or indigenous traditions and their ceremonies, taking you into what is called the underworld or lower world where you follow a totem animal into a world below, which is kind of magical and cartoon-like and um, involves many um, spirit guides and creatures. It was kind of a forest in this case. And what snapped me out of it was I was so amazed that the fact that it was happening and I was like, oh my goodness, this is really happening. What I've read about in books about indigenous ceremonies is really happening to me. I can't believe it. It's so great. And I was so amazed that I lost it and kind of snapped back to myself um, there just in meditation. And so, um, you know, I guess my, my amazement with it, it, rather than just accepting it as it is, kind of lost the flow there, so to speak. And since then, I've been less amazed because I've come to 
expect it, especially having gone through Barden's initiation into hermetics and all the exercises there that involve the elements and involve the psyche or soul dimension, what the humanistic psychologist might call the psyche and the development of the individual psyche uh, along the lines of self-actualization with, um, you know, um, that, that kind of has to do with the work of Abraham Maslow. And so my experiences have been well and been good. And the visits to the astral plane, I consider a very much a blessing because it takes me to a deeper level. And I usually get help from beings that I meet there and they're giving me messages that I can take back and integrate into my earthly life. And so they've generally been positive. They have certainly helped me um, find a soulmate and soulmates can be for anyone that accepts that term. Finding a soulmate can be difficult and challenging, even if it is a legitimate soulmate. And so, um, that's been quite a process with me as well, but I'm back together with my soulmate um, at present and live with her. And it is it is very good. So, um, yeah, they've been mostly fun and encouraging and sometimes very, very easygoing and... Um, basically getting messages from other other beings and other guides and other souls that are caught in between levels. I suppose some could be ghosts that are confused and need to just go to the light, go home. I think I think if you're dealing with ghosts or you even believe in that phenomenon or what it is, it's always best to talk to the ghost and tell it to just return home back to where it belongs um, because it's confused in between worlds, whether you meet the ghost and just a kind of day-to-day sense of a haunted house or you meet the ghost in the astral plane. It's kind of always best to tell a confused soul to go home as if, and when I say confused, I mean, it's like they're stuck there indefinitely. But I do think it's a greater level of access to the beyond, the beyond, the, the uppermost levels beyond that. Um, but the astral plane is what they um, consider, uh, most religions do consider the beyond. And it's good to have the experience of visiting there. So you kind of know what you're getting into with the beyond and you know, it's really nothing actually to fear. It's just a transition and um, it's a pleasant transition and it's not like a, Oh, so wow. Trend. I mean, it could be an Oh, so wow transition. I mean, some research and near death experience and stories I've heard on that basically kind of point in the direction of meeting 
um, ancestors and souls that have passed and teachers and guides and all sorts of things of people being in a, you know, in a coma, basically, of some kind or in a flat line or, um, you know, losing, you know, in whatever medical situation that takes them there um, automatically. So, and sometimes their sense of time is messed up. And, you know, they've been gone for 30 seconds and they feel like they've been gone for two months into this other world, getting lessons from all these spirit guides. And sometimes they are told they need to go back, that it's not their time yet. And then they wake up on the operating table and come back too. So, but, um, you know, at current, my experiences are very fun. They're very encouraging. It's very much a blessing because they're on a deeper level and they give me a sense of, well, I mean, basically what, what we're dealing with. And it's not something to be terrified of or scared of. So I know I've thrown a lot at you very quick, but those are my experiences in a nutshell. And I'm just talking from my experience, but this matches up with what Franz Barden says in initiation into hermetics. But I do find that it has been useful to people just to hear someone talking about their experiences with it. And so maybe that helps you with whatever um, you're facing, because I do know that we are living in uncertain times and there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of uh, mental crises and mental breakdowns and problems in so many areas right now in our world that um, it can be very, very stressful. So um, hopefully this episode provided some relief and some encouragement for that and hang on to that because uh, we will all need it in the coming days and months. And so wherever you are for from whatever place you're listening to. I hope this added a little bit of joy. You may need to listen to this episode again. I packed it in so densely, but hopefully it helps you with all the things you are now personally dealing with. And I thank you so much for listening.